What is up, everybody? This is Nerding Out Sports, and today, talking about yet another, another heartbreaking New York Giants loss, this time to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football, 25-23. Uh, you know, this was uh, a game that far exceeded my expectations, because I didn't think the Giants were going to have a shot, and to me, it's the third game that they've lost now that they should have won. And it's the last three games that they've lost. Dallas, Philly, and this one. I feel like the Giants should have won this game. Uh, I'll get to Daniel Jones in just a moment. Because that's the elephant in the room pretty much. But um, even though they lost again, there were definitely some positives to take out of this game for the Giants. Which is why I, I will keep saying that Joe Judge is a great coach. And that they are slowly moving in the right direction. You know, it's very hard to say that when your team is 1 and 7, but pretty much everybody on the offense besides the quarterback had a great night or a good night. I would say Cam Fleming might be the only other player that you can say did not play very well, which I still don't understand. Why is he playing? Why is Matt Parrott not starting? At this point, what do you have to lose? Every time he's out there, the line just looks more cohesive. And then the next drive, you see Fleming out there. I just, I don't get it. Anyway, speaking of the offensive line, Thomas looked a lot better tonight. So that was a positive against a very good Tampa Bay pass rush. Shane Lemieux looked really good. Nick Gates even had a pretty decent night. Um, and I will say this about Nick Gates because he has been playing better and better. It's just hard to notice it because the center position is all you think about is just he snaps the ball and he does have a lot of high and low snaps, but in the blocking regard, he hasn't been too bad, but overall the line looked pretty good. The Giants even ran the ball pretty well early on the second half. They kind of had to go away from the run game because of the turnovers so I think the offense played pretty well. Um, defensively, I said in my preview, the Giants defense is kind of coming back down to earth with where they're ranking. And we're seeing the weaknesses on it. Even though the defense, I think, played a great game last night, they were once again put into a tough position by turnovers, thanks to Daniel Jones. But you're seeing the weaknesses on this defense. They're very good against the run. They have a bunch of great run stuffers on the line and even at linebacker. But it's the pass coverage. The secondary just isn't there yet. And that's okay. Because you have Bradbury. You know you have your number one. Darnay Holmes looked good last night as well, in my opinion. Good to have him back. You have Peppers back there. Logan Ryan's okay as well. You're waiting for McKinney. And I think when McKinney comes back... and. I, who would have thought we missed Ryan Lewis last night? Could have used him. But the biggest weakness on this defense is certainly in the secondary. And we need that second middle linebacker alongside Martinez. And we definitely need a true pass rusher. Even though I really like what I'm seeing out of Cam Brown. And even Carter Coughlin last night had a sack as well. So I, the defense is taking better steps in the right direction. But as a whole, the team is certainly slowly moving upwards. 
It's hard to see right now because you're one and seven, but you know, protect Joe Judge at all costs. So let's talk about Daniel Jones, right? Um, statistically, he had 256 yards, two touchdowns. You're like, oh, not too bad. And then you see the two picks. And I have I have defended Daniel Jones a lot on my channel because I truly believe that he can be a good enough quarterback at the NFL level. And last night was another example of him showing us what he has in his arsenal. But for the first time this year, I'm truly going to say he cost us this game. The two turnovers, just they can't happen. Both instances, you either had an open receiver or you could have took the hit or thrown the ball away. And it's just, I can't defend it. I cannot defend him after this game. He truly cost the Giants the game. When you look at how it was going, it was 14-6 at the end of the half. Giants get the huge kick return by Lewis. And they're poised for points. At that point, when you get a return like that, even three points is okay. Instead, he throws a pick, and that turns into a Buccaneers field goal. And then you look at the fourth quarter. The defense gets the sack on Brady. They get the punt. We're up 17-15 at that point. And you have a chance to put some more points on the board and increase your lead. Instead, he throws a pick at the Tampa Bay 34, and the Buccaneers score a touchdown off of it. They go down the field, Brady hits Evans, and Bucks have the lead, 22-17. It's eventually 25-17, and then we saw Daniel Jones look the best we've probably seen him look. That last drive, it's like something clicked in his head. Like, he was taking the sack instead of trying to be a hero, and then he was throwing the ball away. And you're like, why couldn't you do that earlier? <laughs> you know, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's like something clicked in his head. Like, oh, maybe I should actually throw the ball away this time. And he, the throw to Tate was a beautiful one. And I know that that play, the two-point conversion, whether you believed it was pass interference or pass interference or not, you can't pick up that flag. At the very least, the Giants would have had another shot at it. But the throw to Deion Lewis was late. So it's like bipolar Jones right there. He looked great on the drive, great on the touchdown throw, and then a late throw loses the game. So, I mean, it was... Daniel Jones was to blame, in my opinion. He was the biggest blame for this loss. And it sucks because I've defended him a lot. And I'm not going to jump off the hype train. You know, I'm not getting off the Daniel Jones train just yet. But I'm try I'm starting to uh you know figure out where my stop is gonna be, so to speak. Because uh he hasn't looked good this year. We've seen some good, but we've seen far too many mistakes. And if it keeps up like this, if it keeps up like this, the Giants are gonna have no choice but to move on from him in the offseason. But there still is eight games left, or still are eight games left. He can potentially turn around and look a lot better and give the Giants a reason to say, okay, let's build this team around him now. But if this keeps up, you know, it's going to get pretty much impossible to defend the guy. 
But yeah, uh, tough loss yet again. But on the bright side, it's trade deadline day. So maybe the Giants make some moves, get some picks, and we'll see. But anyway, yeah, tough loss. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Are you on the Daniel Jones hype train still, or should I say the support train? Or are you uh, thinking about what quarterback you want for the future? Let me know in the comment section down below. Once again, thank you guys for watching and listening. I will see you guys next time. Let's go Giants. Peace out.